My interest in, in health and technology has always been there since I was a kid. I went to clinics and shadowed my uncle in hospitals and I wanted to be a doctor and ask questions about the technological tools in the theatre and why the lights weren't functioning the way they should or why a patient, why we couldn't do a surgery on a patient because the right imaging wasn't there. And so my desire um, in academia was always at the intersection of multiple fields, but particularly medicine and technology. So when I had an opportunity to work on something, again, at an intersection, it was choosing prosthesis, uh, prosthetic interfaces, because they combined the human body and soft tissue modeling with new materials and new manufacturing methods, multiple material 3D printing, um, and solving a social problem. Uh, and a social problem that was relevant in my country and relevant in the US as well. It was universal in application. And it was about pursuing knowledge and doing something that other people haven't done before. At the bottom of all the work that I have done is that it has to have an ultimate impact on society. It has to transform people's lives. Coming up with new, new ways of developing interfaces between the human body and machines is driven primarily by um, enhancing the comfort levels of the human. It's driven primarily by uh, understanding the, the way in which materials interface with our body and the impact it has on our internal um, soft tissues. Uh, that is a much bigger drive because you want to ultimately, how you measure your success is whether patients are using this device or not. And that ultimately is the same for, for our work now in government and governance. And it's, it's not that we just want to build technology and deploy technology in government for technology's sake. It has to have a delta change in people's lives. People have to see the impact. This is the first time in the history of Sierra Leone and I think in many other countries that there is a chief innovation officer. But essentially our goal is that we are able to bring together science, technology and innovation to address national development um, priorities. And these are priorities that cut across all sectors and all um, industries really. And the hypothesis is we are able to, we could be able to create an innovation ecosystem, a society in which people are solving problems using state-of-the-art technology to address governance issues. Ultimately, for me and for the directorate, it's important that this expertise is in-house. In By in-house, I mean in Sierra Leone, that we develop um, the capacity for young people to be able to do um, state-of-the-art analytics, that it's a, it's a pathway for them. And so it really is that we have to think about how we cultivate um, pursuit of knowledge really and, um, and build the systems, enhance the systems such that they go beyond us. We can't analyze all the data, we don't want to analyze all the data. We can show what is possible, but the academic institutions, the startups, there should be startups that are emerging to data science. There's no reason why we can't have that. The challenges are enormous. <laughs> <laughs> the challenges and opportunities are enormous, which is because we're based, they're based in conventional institutions that by definition don't change easily. 
And yes, we should, everybody should learn how to code, everybody should learn compositional thinking, and it's important that it's a, it should almost be a, a requirement, you know how to say everybody should learn how to read and write, so numeracy, literacy, compositional thinking should be a, a third part that everybody uh, pursues because it's, it's, it's primarily important. Um, and that means thinking about when do we start introducing kids to compositional thinking. Uh, kids have it already, right? That's the model in which they learn. As children build and play with blocks, they're learning and, and developing this. So it's that we stop allowing the children to, to grow in that way. So we either have to remove ourselves from it and in this case, because now we have systems in place that stop these kids from thinking compositionally, now we have to change it actively. I mean, I think for me, it's, it's important. And it's not, again, it's not really just about what we can do um, as the directorate or as Office of the President or as the government. Um, it's how do we, how does everybody get to think about an opportunity to reimagine and re, re, re and propose new, new ways of thinking. So if there are architects who have crazy and interesting design solutions about pop-ups um, and spaces that allow for collaboration, engagement and, and learning um, in very small ways that you can expand, and I'd love to see it, I'd love to explore it. It's that ultimately there's a, a limit on how much we can do um, but that doesn't mean we have a limit into how we can think we can think and if there are people who can do and who want to do and who are choosing to do then we should have that conversation um, because the opportunity is enormous the, the the challenge is great and thus we need to get to work <laughs>